the occasion of our gathering is, on the one side, of course, the appearance of Nityananda Prabhu. Uh, and we heard a wonderful account this morning. Uh, <clears throat> I thought it was a nice point that Dinabandhu Prabhu made that in a sense the actual appearance of Nityananda Prabhu was in Navadvipa or in, in Mayapur when he meets Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, of course, you could say there's two appearances. <laughs> so that's one, one important reason gathering and celebrating. And for me personally, and maybe for some of you also, it's a bit of a memorial um, in honor of Gunagrahi Goswami, His Holiness Gunagrahi Maharaj, who um, was staying in this uh, building and here in the house uh, for so many months, or was it more than a year? More than a year he was here. And almost okay. And uh, actually, this is the last place that I saw him. And uh, I think many of us felt very close to Gunandrai Maharaj. And uh, because of his special dedication to Kirtan, I thought also the two points are combined uh, because Nityananda Prabhu. Is also very much about Harinam Kirtan, um, and and so yeah, it's a double double purpose, if you like. Aside from the general purpose of devotees getting together and Shravanam Kirtanam, right? And this is the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, <laughs> and we have international representation, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so many places, even in this small room. Uh, I believe that His Holiness Dhanadhar Swami Maharaj is also going to come by. If it's definite, or he said he would come, so he may appear at some point. Um, and we also have our godmother Satyaraj Prabhu, who I'm meeting for the first time. Right. Uh, where is your home? In England. In England. From Okay. I'm not giving so much to the manners, so I don't know so many of the rooms there. Yes, and we have Parabhakti Prabhu here all the way from Firenze. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And just showing up, uh, you, showed, you arrived today, Rupsanatha? Oh, you've been here. Yeah. Yeah. All the way from Ramadesh. 
Right. Um, well, I wanted to share one particular pastime of Nityananda Prabhu from uh, Chaitanya Bhagavata. Dinavanda Prabhu spoke this morning about uh, the life of Nityananda Prabhu up to and including the wonderful meeting, uh, the first meeting, we can say so-called first meeting, because if if Nityananda Prabhu is none other than Balaram, and if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is none other than Krishna, then of course they've already met. <laughs> and they're meeting again. But we could say they're meeting after a long time, and so it's a very uh, intense meeting. It's a very important, uh, very significant meeting. Mm. It's said that to understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, one needs the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. To understand Nityananda Prabhu, one needs the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So my skeptical mind asks the question, so where do we start? It sounds like a vicious circle. In order to get one's mercy, I have to get the other. In order to get the other, I need mean, Where do we start? Well, there's a, a simple enough answer. We get the mercy of Guru, our own Guru, who represents Nityananda Guru, who is a, a form, a manifestation of uh, Nityananda Guru. Srila Prabhupada, who has brought the mercy of Nityananda to all of us, he sometimes uh, would explain this one song uh, about Nityananda Prabhu um, from Lokshandas Thakur, I believe, that starts out, Nitai Gunamani Amar Nitai Gunamani. And that's the only line I remember. <laughs> but in the song, it's describing how Nityananda Prabhu uh, spreads the Sangita movement. And uh, it's an interesting analogy that's being made. In the song, it's being said that Nityananda Prabhu cuts a canal every door. And what does this remind us of? It may remind us of a pastime of Balaram that took place here in Vrindavan. When Balaram took a fancy to having pastimes with Yamuna. And so he called upon Yamuna. But Yamuna could detect without much difficulty, probably, that Balaram was not in his normal state of mind. He was, dare we say, intoxicated. 
Of course, we can say Balaram is always intoxicated with Krishna Prema <coughs> as the Adi Guru. That is his rightful position to be intoxicated in that way. But this particular time he was apparently quite especially intoxicated, having taken a certain intoxicating drink. And the intoxicating drink is known as varani, and it's varani beverage, and Prabhupada calls it a beverage, it comes from a certain tree. And so in that state, in that condition, with his red eyes rolling, and so on, what did Yamuna Devi do? She refused to come. And what did Balaram do in response to her refusal? He took his plow. And with his plow, what did he do? He did something somewhat violent, I would say. He cut a canal. He dragged Yamuna to where he was. And so that dragging... Yamuna we can think of as also as cutting a canal. Sometimes you see uh, the farmers, I was a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago in Mayapur, I was watching some farmers as they were preparing their fields for, uh, the, for planting rice. And um, they, they really know what they're doing. Uh, they, they know how to make it uh, very smooth, the field through few times plowing and so on, and then they know how to control the water flow uh, from one field to another. They have a device, they, they kind of shovel water from one field to another with a sort of tripod device, a simple thing they set up. Uh, so this is not making canals exactly, but it's, um, it's related. It's growing water. And what is water? Water is nourishment uh, for the rice plants. And similarly, Nityananda Prabhu is cutting a canal of mercy. He's arranging for the flow of mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to each and every door. So he's making a lot of canals. And how is he making the canal? He's going door to door, together with Haridas Thakur, on the order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and Proti Gore Gore Gya, Kore Bhikkha, Bolo Krishna, Bhajo Krishna, Koro Krishna, Sikha. He's going door to door, and he's begging for alms, bhikkha, bhiksha. And what is the bhiksha he's asking for? Three things. Bolo First knocking on the door, and the householder opens the door. Nityananda Prabhu says, Bolo Krishna. <laughs> Chanting Hare Krishna, 
And then, so what next? Bhaja Krishna. If you're going to Bolo Krishna, you should also be Bhaja. You should also be worshipping Krishna. And not just worshipping Krishna in some superficial way, but Bolo Krishna Shikta, Shiksha. Follow the instructions of Krishna. And what are the instructions of Krishna? Well, you can go back to the beginning. Bolo Krishna. Do everything. Dedicate everything to me. Uh, focus your mind. Give your attention to Manmana. Baba Man Bhakta and be my devotee, Madhyaji, worship me, and offer obeisance. And Yakaroshi Yadashnashi, whatever you do, whatever you eat, Yakchuhoshi, whatever you offer, Dadasi, whatever you're giving in, in charity, Yatapasyasya, whatever austerity you're doing. Do that, not arbanam for me, do it as an offering for me. Simple instruction. And of course, Lord Chaitanya came to give that instruction, but to do it in the mood of the one who does it. In other words, instead of as Krishna does, giving the order. Think of me, etc., etc., etc. He's coming as Lord Chaitanya, who is thinking of Krishna, who is offering everything to Krishna, who is absorbed in service to Krishna. And um, so, as a devotee of Krishna, Lord Chaitanya is uh, demonstrating, he's not just talking about it, he's doing it. He's, he's, he's teaching by his example. So Nityananda Prabhu is coming to Vrindavan, and we heard this morning, after he's been traveling all over India, he's gone to western India. Uh, apparently he went to Pandarpur. And in Pandarpur, he meets Madhavendra Puri. And apparently, he also meets Lakshmipati. Lakshmipati Tirtha. And Lakshmipati Tirtha is an associate of Madhavendra Puri. They are, hmm, well, it's a little mysterious. Are they God brothers? And if they're God brothers, the mantras will say, well, Lakshmipati Tirtha, yes, that's, that's Manva. Madhavendra Puri? No, we don't have any Puris <laughs> in our line, sorry. But what's very probable um, is that Madhavendra Puri, wherever his line may have been, he became friends with Lakshmipati and maybe with others of the Matasambhadaya. In any case, they were very close.
And um, I was reading that uh, Narahari Chakravarti Thakur tells a nice story in toward the end of uh, his Bhakti Ratnakar. How Lakshmi Pati Tirtha in Bhandarpur was feeling great um, separation and great longing for the mercy of Balaram. And in that mood uh, of feeling his, his own inadequacy, he went to sleep at night, and in the night, Lord Balaram appeared to him. And he describes in great detail how beautiful he was, how, how uh, overwhelming this Balaram himself. And Balaram spoke to him, and Balaram said to Lakshmi Pati Tirtha, Tomorrow there is going to uh, come one sadhu, and you should initiate him. And here is the mantra with which you should initiate him. <laughs> so Balaram is, in effect, initiating Lakshmi Pati Tirtha who's already Lakshmi Pati Tirtha, but okay. Um, <laughs> he's, he's initiating him into a mantra which he should then initiate Nityananda Prabhu in. And sure enough, the next day he wakes up. He's, you know, he's uh, overwhelmed with feelings of what has just happened. Balaram has appeared to him. And sure enough, Nityananda Prabhu appears, this sunny and uh, Nityananda, who has been traveling for 20 years with this unknown older sadhu, and one theory is that he was traveling with Lakshmi Bhatti, but no one, no one really seems to have a definitive conclusion about some of these points. But according to Narahari Chakravarti Thakur, uh, Lakshmi Padmatirtha then initiates Nityananda Prabhu with that mantra which he received from Nityananda Prabhu essentially <laughs> in the form of Balaram. Or Balaram, yeah, Balaram as Balaram appeared as Nityananda to receive the mantra which he had just given <laughs> Okay? Figure that out. After all of that, then uh, Nityananda Prabhu came to Vrindavan and he spent some time here, uh, sometimes in a very playful mood, apparently, but other times in a very somber mood and we can say sad mood because he was not finding the one he was looking for. He was looking for Krishna. Krishna was not here. And in that feeling of separation, and with the understanding that came to him that why is Krishna not here? Because he's in, he's in Navadvipa. He finally said, okay, now is the time to go back to Navadvipa. Because Nityananda Prabhu, in terms
terms of mundane age, he was 12 years older. Wasn't it 12 years? Older than Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And so he delayed going to Navadvip to wait until Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears. Because what would Nityananda Prabhu do in Navadvip without Lord Chaitanya? And so he traveled. Then he comes to Navadvipa. That's when the wonderful meeting takes place that we've heard about. But I want to jump forward some uh, to this incident of the Dandabanga. Uh, because it's an interesting uh, demonstration of Nityananda Prabhu's mm, resolve to help the world understand who is Chaitanya. So I'm sure you know what, what the circumstance is. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taken formal sannyas, and why has he taken sannyas? Because he has seen uh, that, as it said, uh, the preacher is never appreciated in his home village, and um, he resolves to take the order of sannyas in order to uh, spread the glories of Krishna, not just in a few villages around Navadvip, which is what he had been doing, uh, apparently for a period of about one year after he came back from Gaya as a transformed person. He was, before he went to Gaya, after Gaya, different, practically. Uh, profound transformation. About a year they're having kirtan in Srivas Thakur's house. And eventually then Srivas Thakur's house can no longer contain, you could say, the ecstasy that's exploding out of his house. And more and more people are, you know, hanging out around outside Srivas Thakur's house wishing they could get inside. And um, the word is spreading around Navadvi that you know, this is really an exciting thing going on. Why can't we take part? And so finally, Chaitanya brings it out. And when he brings it out, there's, uh, there's resistance. There's welcoming on one side, and there's resistance on the other uh, from the caste Brahmins. And of course, this is resolved uh, with the meeting that takes place with the Kazi, the Khazi uh, of the area. I think the Kazi was something like what in England, um, I don't know, they used to call the sheriff. A sheriff. Which actually, come to think of it, that's, that's, an, that's an Arabic word. Sharif, I think. <laughs> right? Anyway, in America, also then, there were town sheriff, and 
I think that came from England. I don't know how England got it, maybe from India. Uh, but um, we would watch the Westerns on television. And the sheriff was always the hero saving the day. So the Kazi was a kind of sheriff who, he was just trying to do his job, I think it has to be said. Uh, he wanted to keep the peace, and uh, there was a disturbance in town. So, and the people who were making this disturbance were not listening to him, so he decided he has to do something uh, a little more strongly, and so <laughs> there's some breaking of the dungas, some warnings, and so on. And then, um, as we know, um, Krishna's Kaviraj tells us there was then an interesting encounter that took place between uh, the Kazi and a certain form of the Lord who has very long nails. <laughs> and this took place at night. And uh, this, this form of, of the Lord with the long nails decided to make some designs on, <laughs> on the Kazi's skin, also as a warning. So there was one warning from the Kazi, and then there was another warning from higher up. <laughs> and the warning was, don't give trouble. Don't give trouble to my devotees, otherwise. Otherwise. <laughs> So then Lord Chaitanya meets with him the next day. They have a nice interfaith dialogue. And uh, the issue is resolved to the extent, at least, that uh, the Ghazi said, okay, I'm not going to uh, interfere. Not only am I not going to interfere, but the, all my coming generations, uh, descendants, I want to say, they're also not going to interfere. So that was resolved, but then mm, Lord Chaitanya didn't really feel that uh, the deeper problem was resolved, and that was the sort of provincial character of what, was, what he was doing. He felt it was necessary to take a drastic step, despite the fact that he was married, he had a very young wife, Krishna Priya was, they say, what, 16 years old at the time. He had a widowed mother. These are not the conditions you usually think are the appropriate conditions under which to take sannyas. But despite those conditions, he resolved, I have to do this. For what? For the world. And so he takes sannyas. But what is his sannyas? He takes sannyas from the nearest available sannyasi, so to say, Keshava Bharati. And in Kadwa, apparently there was some sort of an ashram there of, um, of uh, Advaitavagi sannyasis and probably brahmacharis and monks. And so he went there and he received the Ekadanda. Bharati is one of ten uh, the Dasanamis 
the ten names of the followers of Shankara. There's the, the Saraswatis, the, the Tirtas, the Puris, the Bharatis, the Vanas, uh, the Ashramas. So he was a Bharati. Uh, and then you might think that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would also become something, something Bharati. But no, he became Krishna Chaitanya. Well, why? This was actually not a sannyas name. It was, uh, it was not a sannyas name. Because Lord Chaitanya was taking sannyas and simultaneously, like, like Sarv Damodar. He was, Sarv Damodar also took sannyas later, but he didn't take, he kept his brahmachari name. Sarv Damodar is his brahmachari name. Sarv, I think it's the title, Damodar Sarv. So something like that, but he had this ekadanda, and this was bothering Nityananda. <laughs> This was bothering him. Ah, here we go. Mm, so this is uh, Chaitanya Bhagavata Vrindavandas Thakur. Thakure Danda Shi Jagadananda Vahe Danda Twinitananda Sharupere Kahe Thakurer dande manadiyo sabdane bikka kori amiha ashiva ekane. Sri Jagadananda generally carried the Lord's danda. He handed that danda to Nityananda Sharup and said, Please take care of the Lord's danda. I will return in a few minutes after begging alms. Okay, so Jagadananda, he's another personality. <laughs> uh, there's an interesting relationship he has with Lord Chaitanya. But here he's, he's carrying the danda because that was one of his services when they traveled. They're traveling to Puri after Lord Chaitanya's taken sannyas. So Nityananda, in the next verse it says, with an agitated heart, Nityananda grabbed the danda and sat down. Danda hatte kori hasse nityananda rai, dandar shahita kata kohenandilai. Holding the danda in his hand, probably his right hand, Lord Nityananda laughed. As his pastime, he then spoke to the Danda. O he Danda, ami jare bahie hridoye, she tomar bahibek eto jukta nohe. O Danda, it is not proper that he whom I carry within my heart should carry you. Yeah? It's not proper that he whom I carry in my heart should be carrying you and addressing the Danda. Okay? At 
Satsabali Balaram Parama Prachanda Hedilendamdavangi Karitina Kanda. After speaking in this way, the most powerful Balaram broke the Danda into three pieces. Notice it mentions Balaram, Parama Prachanda, the most powerful Balaram. So it's Nityananda who is Balaram. And Balaram is the source of all power. He is the he is it is Balaram who manifests the powers which make the manifest world and which make also the spiritual world all facility for Krishna. And he is Bala, he is powerful. And so in his great power, it is he only, it's explained, only he would be able to break Lord Chaitanya's danda. Now you might think, well, it was just a piece of bamboo, I could have probably broken it too. Yes? Something that only Balaram Nityananda could do. And it says he broke it into three pieces. Now, if you have you have one stick, that can be called an Eka Danda. And if you have three sticks, what can you call that? Three Danda. Three Danda. Yes. So the the Sanyas. The Vaishnava Sanyas Danda is tree Danda. But this tree Danda was three separate sticks now. And they would have been quite short, probably, because, you know, from an Eka Danda into three pieces, now you've got three short pieces. And so, is that going to make a, a tree danda in a proper? Is it going to make a proper tree danda? It's just going to make three little dandas, three little sticks. Um, here's an interesting detail in the purport, which um, I believe maybe is from Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur. Without becoming a tree dundee, no one can control himself. In the principle of tree danda found in karma kanda, the indra danda, vajra danda, and brahma danda are combined with the jiva danda. on to explain, uh, Rupa Goswami explains that it's about representing the control of the body, the mind, and the speech. When Tri Danda is combined with Jiva Danda, then, according to the external conception of Tri Danda, Eka Danda becomes the principle of Paramahamsa Dharma. But, since in the principle of Egadanda, the transcendental state beyond the three modes of nature attributes 
faults, attributes faults in the process described in the Pancharatras, Ekadanda in the form of Tridanda has been accepted in the process described in Pancharatras. Okay, that gets technical. Pancharatra is our system of archana. It's, that's putting it simply, but that's basically where we get our whole. Um, everything related to ritual within our tradition, we can say that's, that's all Pancharatra. Well, um, there's a lot more explanation there. Ishwarer ichamatra ishwara shejane kenovangilen danda janiva kemane. Only the Supreme Lord knows the will of the Supreme Lord. How will I know why he broke the danda? This is now Vrindavandas who's speaking, who's writing. Now he's saying, I'm just writing this. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. Nityananda gyata gora chandra antara nityanandere o janeshi Nityananda knows the mind of Gorachandra, and Shri Gorasundar knows the mind of Nityananda. Juge juge dui bai Shri Rama Lakman dohar antara dohe jane anukam. In every yuga they appear as two brothers, such as Shri Rama and Lakshman. They also know each other's mind. Akkavastu dui bhag bhakti bhujjante gorachandra janishave nitananda hote. The one Lord has become two to teach devotional service. One can know gorachandra only through nitananda. So this is part of, this is, Vrindavandas is explaining something of the significance. First he says, I don't understand what's going on here. But then he's saying, Nityananda and Chaitanya are one and the same Lord, and they're the ones who know each other. And um, the fact that Nityananda is breaking the Danda has to mean that Lord Chaitanya knows why he's doing it. There must be some accord out there. Who other than Balaram is powerful enough to break Lord Chaitanya's danda? He asks rhetorically. Shri Gaurasundar taught everyone by this pretext. Anyone who understands this truth is easily delivered. Okay, so he gives this kind of bit of philosophy and then he says, after breaking the danda, Nityananda sat there. Shortly thereafter, Jagadananda arrived. He returned. Remember, Jagadananda was giving him the danda. He said, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go do some, uh, some begging. Marukari. So now he's back. He was greatly astonished on seeing the broken danda, and he felt apprehensive at heart. He asked, Who broke the danda? Nityananda <laughs> replied, he who held it. <laughs> the Lord broke his own danda. Who else is capable of breaking it? When that 
Brahman heard this reply, he did not say anything. He quickly took the broken danda and left. He went to the place where Sri Gaurasundar was sitting and placed the broken danda before Lord Chaitanya. Prabhu bole, kaha danda bhangila khamone, patte kiva kandol kodila karushane. The Lord said, tell me, how this danda is broken? Did you have a fight with someone on the way? Kahila Jagadananda Pandita Shakal Bhangilan Danda Nitananda Shubhikmal Jagadananda Pandita narrated the entire incident to the Lord and said, The overwhelmed Nityananda broke the Danda. The Lord then asked Nityananda, Chaitanya is now going to Nityananda, and he asks him, Tell me, why? <laughs> why you broke my danda? Kilagi bangila nanda kapa ekishmi. Nityananda vole, bangiachi bangishakhan, napar kamite korage shasti prama. Nityananda replied, I broke only a piece of bamboo. <laughs> if you cannot forgive me, then punish me appropriately. So he's saying that it's just a piece of bamboo. It's nothing significant about this. There's so much bamboo around, I broke a piece of bamboo. What's the problem? Prabhu <laughs> Bole. Jahe Sarva Deva Adishtan Shetamar Mateki Hoyinda Vamsaka. Lord said, All the demigods reside in the Danda and you call it a piece of bamboo. <laughs> Who can understand the pastimes of Sri Gaurasundar? He thinks one thing and he says something else. Therefore, know for certain that anyone who says, I understand Krishna's mind, is a fool. <laughs> he may show great affection even to a person he intends to kill, yet he may neglect devotees whom he considers equal to or greater than his own life. Such pastimes are inconceivable and unfathomable. Only one who is favored by the Lord can understand that. And of course, Lord Chaitanya, he goes on to say, this was my only companion, my Nanda, and you've broken it. Either you go ahead or I will go ahead. So he's he's expressing some unhappiness, some annoyance. I'm not gonna you go on your own, I'm gonna stay by myself in that. Just imagine that we could have been there eavesdropping on this event. Would we have grasped what was happening? 
Venus in Kirtan. Is um, is Gandharika? You're you're Gandharika. That answers my question. 